I want to talk um, YouTube versus Vimeo versus Facebook. Ooh, I'm down for that. Yeah, I thought you would be. I got a question, an email question from, this will give us some good context, Keith Phillips. Keith is the principal of Schmutter Strahl Fleisch Inc. That's a mouthful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Strutter, Stroll, and Fleisch. Uh, from New York, New York, which is pretty cool. Um, said he's very inspired by you and your team. I got the gear. Now I have to make the video. Trying to bang out a video this weekend. Was wondering your thoughts about Vimeo versus YouTube for my host for hosting my videos. I'm going to send an email to my clients and embed the video. Wanted to look clean and professional. And was thinking about going with Vimeo. My wife thinks YouTube is better. What do you guys think? Man, his wife's really smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I thought that would be a good one. Yeah, let's do that. Cool. 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 All right. Let me take a sip of my coffee. All right, ready when you are. We're already going. Oh. <laughs> um. All right, so. All right, I'm gaming up here mentally because I I got in at twelve thirty and then the kids were up at like six, so I'm a little little light on energy, but that's okay. So this email that I got from uh, Keith Phillips, I'm not going to read the whole thing, um, but basically. Uh, he he's a principal at an agency in looks like Manhattan, New York, New York. Actually, Maiden Lane. He's in a he's in a nice spot. Uh, and he said he's going to bang out some video this weekend. Wanted to package that video up and send it to his clients in an email, and is asking Vimeo versus YouTube. And I'm going to add a little caveat and say Vimeo versus YouTube versus Facebook slash native video um, and talk about kind of the pros and cons of each and for this. And then I'm kind of in the context of um, Keith's specific question, what he's trying to do, which is put, I'm assuming a a relatively short video together that he then delivers to his clients uh, via email to, you know, holiday message or, or whatever. He didn't say what the message was. So I'm actually, let's, you start, man. I'm, I'm interested in your take. I know you have one, so I'm, I'm interested to see where you go with this. Well, so the, you, you provide a very interesting little tidbit that I think is very important. Uh, so for adding things, I would add uh, YouTube versus Vimeo versus Facebook versus Wistia. Uh, since he's considering, this is, sounds like it's like, it's just straight, like people already know who he is and he just wants to deliver the video to them, right? Like this isn't a video to attract new people from what I understand. Does that sound about right? Yeah, that's a, it's a good caveat. Yeah, I think it's a, okay. So, so then it becomes Vimeo versus YouTube versus Facebook versus Wistia. Okay. I mean, so I've always drawn the line of like, if I want you to find me, it goes on YouTube. If you've already found me, then I want you to watch it on Wistia. That's kind of where I've always drawn the line. Um, just because so if I'm sending anything out to a client, I mean, like if it's like if it's like my if I'm sending like like straight content that is, you know, like a video on YouTube, I'll send that to a client, although I probably should stop being lazy and just put it on Wistia. But um, I think I think, um, you know, a, a video platform that gives you some more analytics 
Uh, honestly, to be honest, it's his first video. I don't think it matters. I think whatever one he's able to actually upload the video to without too much trouble is the right one. And then from there, like, you know, um, kind of figure out which one's best. But um, for this specific context of I have a video that I want to make to send out to uh, existing clients, I would definitely use, um, you know, whether it's a, you know, I don't know if he wants other people to see it that aren't clients. I don't know what's in this. So, I mean, there's obviously a lot of missing pieces of information. Yep. Um, you know, if, if it's something that he just wants for, for clients and, you know, a, a private YouTube video or unlisted YouTube video or, you know, Vimeo, if, you know, that's fine too. Uh, I would, you know, again, I would say Wistia. That's my kind of initial thoughts on just that from that angle right there. Obviously, there's more that we can get into though. Yeah. I, so, I'm with you um, on what you said. I, I would say if we're just talking... So if we're talking distribution, we're talking just distribution of a message. So I'm talking about what is car insurance, uh, underinsured motorist coverage, right? What's what's underinsured motorist coverage on car insurance? Uh, that video, YouTube, in my opinion, yeah. 100%. Yeah. If it's under two minutes and you can make it punchy, also maybe natively upload it to Facebook and, and LinkedIn, if it's under a minute, you could then use uh, Instagram and it's under 45 seconds, you can use Twitter. So you could hit all four social networks native if it's under 45 seconds. If not, um, you kind of back into maybe just Facebook and, and LinkedIn. Um, but I would always put it on YouTube. I would never put it on video for discovery. V Vimeo does not show up in search as well, uh, Google search. Um, there's not as much of a native random community there. Uh, Vimeo is much more of like a creator's community. So if you were a cinematographer and you wanted to share your new uh, documentary or a piece of your new documentary with other creatives, that might be the community that you'd go to, Vimeo. But think of it much more as a community. The whole like YouTube is for cat videos and Vimeo is for professionals thing is not does not exist anymore. Yeah. That's a, that whole narrative or or whatever um that 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 does not exist um vimeo for for marketing type videos vimeo should just not even be an option it's just tougher to work with it doesn't it just i don't know i when i see someone na upload something to vimeo now and they're not a cinematographer i um i always kind of cringe a little bit because i'm like that video will not get as much exposure as it should because you used vimeo well and, and so here's the thing too like and and I get it. Like, I mean, I don't know, like personal, like aesthetics aside, right? Like whatever you think the video player needs to look like, or like, you know, he says clean and professional. Um, there is something to accumulating views in a certain platform, right? You know, specifically YouTube. Um, so if, if you're going to throw away, you know, Vimeo, views to Vimeo with no real, you know, analytics behind it, no real, any other benefit other than you just think you like it more. I think that's like a waste of good marketing effort and energy. Yeah, I agree with you completely. The it's it's about it's about discovery, right? I mean, it, it, again, it goes back to the purpose. So, if the purpose is marketing, dis, uh, distributing a message, be, uh, discovery, getting getting found, uh, having that content be found by prospective clients or partners or whatever, uh, it's to me, it's YouTube all the way. Um, now, what's really interesting about that is actually something that I just posted in our 5 a.m. club Slack channel was about, uh, th so the last episode of the show, 
I put it on YouTube as I always do on Tuesday. And then I also uploaded it natively to Facebook. Now, if you unfamiliar with, with what it means when I say upload it natively, I mean, I didn't just put a link to YouTube into Facebook. I uploaded the full video to Facebook so you could watch the video in its entirety inside of Facebook. Um, and I had some really, really interesting results. Uh, specifically, if you, what Facebook does um, is it counts a view of your content as someone who watches that video for three seconds. Now, that does not mean with sound on, it doesn't mean they click it, and videos play automatically in Facebook. So that means if you're scrolling through your phone, looking at a post, and my video post is right above it, and it's scrolling, so it's in your screen, but you're not, you, you might not even be looking at it. You're looking at the post below or above my video post. It's counting that as a view, even though that person didn't even, didn't take any, there was no mental connection to the, to the video. So um, if you look at the analytics here, I'm just going to the post so I can describe. I had in the first day, in the first day, I, uh, uh, Facebook counted, trying to find the exact number, something to the effect of like 1500 views in the first day. And it's kind of 1,289 is my, is what I'm looking at. Yeah. Why can't I see the exact number? It's all right. I, I'm looking at it. Okay. So one, th- yeah, whatever it was. So, so a decent number. Of- 1,289. Yeah. Okay. So a good number, a good number of views. Um, but the average view length was 17 seconds, right? That's insane. And the average, um, I'm looking at this other stat. So the, the, the average view length was 17 seconds. Um, the vast majority of people dropped off at about 10 seconds. And only 2% of the overall audience made it all the way through. 2%. That's not very good. So then, so, so that, you know, that's kind of frustrating, right? I mean, you put the video there and you see these views and you're like, oh, it's doing well. And then you look, you dive into the analytics a little deeper and really it's not doing well at all. Like the point is for people to watch it. So if people aren't watching it, then what's the point? So I said, okay, maybe it's the video, right? Maybe the content just isn't that good. So I, I then went, you have to wait a couple of days for YouTube to give you um, analytics on a specific video, um, like a sp- audience retention specific uh, details specifically. So yesterday, two days after I had uh, released the latest episode, I went to YouTube. Now the YouTube video, significantly less views, 306 I think at the time, something like that. And the the, the also, and, and maybe you know this number, Joey, I think it's either 10 seconds or 30 seconds where YouTube actually counts it as a view. Do you know which number it is? Uh, I want to say I heard you say 10. I don't know. I think 10 sounds probably right. Yeah. I'm going to Google it. Although just, just, just from my personal observations, oh. uh, if I switch, like I have like multiple YouTube accounts, if I'm on the same video and I switch the account like immediately after a second or two, yep. it counts, like I'll watch the play total go up. I don't know if that stays though, because I've seen that too. I guess I've never double backed to actually verify that, but. So this is saying that um, YouTube has never officially, this is marketing land, which is a 
fairly reliable source that uh, it's around 30 seconds is when they ca- they officially count a view. And that basically when you're going back and forth and it's bumping that number up, they like evaluate that. So that's why you may see in YouTube like the related videos because I was always wondering why you, you're on YouTube and you see that on the actual YouTube page for a, for a video, it might say a thousand views. But then when that, like, then I'll watch one of your videos and, and I'll yeah. see the one that I posted in the side and only say like 780 or something. And that's yeah, because you, always about, yeah. that's because YouTube hasn't verified the 250 views between the 750 it's showing in the sidebar and the thousand that you see on the page yet. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it, you can like artificially in the moment, if you were to just refresh, 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 drive that number up, but those don't stick. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so back to the point that's uh, uh, probably hopefully interesting for people interested in video. So, okay, so Facebook counts uh, a video at, or a view at three seconds, YouTube at 30. So immediately, you know, you're getting a deeper connection to your content. And, you know, I'm a firm believer. I mean, always you want more people to see your stuff, but ultimately you want people to take value, even if it's less, like you, you want them to engage with it and actually find it interesting or, you know, what the heck's the point in creating it? Long, very long story. Now even longer, um, 306 views at the time, average view length, eight minutes, average view duration over 55%. So, so what that tells me is that, so the video is 14 minutes long. So that's part of it is that a video of 14 minutes in length, at least for the audience that we have at Agency Nation and the type of content I'm creating personally does not work on Facebook. That that length of video doesn't work. And you have to be- I might, but, I might have a secret step. I might have a secret step for you when you're done. Yes, uh, yeah, so long, basically where I'm going with this is that, um, you know, to kind of put a pin in all this is that you you have to put the, the video has to match context to the platform, right? Vimeo, cinematographers, it's a creative community. Uh, otherwise, I don't know why you would use it. YouTube, shareable, much more discovery, much much easier to use. A lot of people have the YouTube app on their phone. That makes it very convenient. And people who, when you watch a video on YouTube, there's you're really there to watch that video, right? There's not all these other posts moving around it to, to steal your attention. So I think you get deeper connection with people and you can build up through subscribers and whatnot, a tribe of people who actually follow your videos. And I think there's a lot more there. Um, so I would always default to YouTube in most cases. So I like hundred percent agree with you, but in the one week that we've like been kicking this around. So the secret stuff that I'm hitting you with. So I, I, uh, the 2%, there's 2% that click to play your video, right? Yep. So the video got viewed three, 3,565 times or something like that 2% of that is 713 people, um, who, which their average, um, like their, their watch time, uh, you got like, you're, you're right. Just under 40% made it all the way through. So, Two percent of three thousand is not seven hundred people. Uh, that's twenty percent. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's seventy. It's too early, man. You have no idea. All right, well, seventy. It could be seven. 
You could have, we could have just, we could have just, you know, made it. All right, whatever. Math fail for Joey today. That's okay. Well, I'm talking with a math major, so yeah. I forgot the I forgot the zero. Oh, Three, I don't know six. where that little piece of uh, of math came back to me because I basically even to do basic addition and subtraction, I have to use a calculator now. 70, 71. All right, seventy one people made it. Yep. 40 percent of the way, th- or the, the average view duration was at forty percent all the way through. Yeah. For that seventy one, so maybe it's not a good stat. Well, I think it is a good that. I think it tells the story that we're trying to tell is that, so So here's the deal. I I do think you can put longer content on Facebook if you want. Um, I just will not be doing that. Uh, I have done this, this test that we've done here. I know you said it's only a week old and it is only a week old for us, but I've done it many times, both on my personal sites and, you know, Hanley Media Labs Facebook account when I used to, when, you know, when I had that company for a little while. I mean, that was a few years ago, but I've done this quite a few times and it always ends up being the same thing. Short, very punchy videos, short being under two minutes in length. If you can make it a minute, that's even better, but they also have to be punchy. It can't just be like you popping open the phone and talking into it. Like, like I really think if you want engagement, it has to be punchy, meaning, you know, fast paced, grab their attention, give them the value, get out those types of videos, 60, 90, 120 seconds max, I think those work on Facebook native video. But a six-minute, a 10-minute, certainly not the 14-minute videos that I create sometimes for the show, they're just not going to work inside of Facebook. They're just they're just not. And, and you don't really – and the other thing about YouTube that I think is so amazing or uh, uh, LinkedIn is that if you share a YouTube video into LinkedIn, you can watch it right inside of LinkedIn. So yeah. I don't know how many people actually do that because I don't know LinkedIn platform views, like what the length is. Maybe they're not that long, but you know, I, I don't know. I just think going, going big video inside of social just doesn't fit why people are there. Sounds good. I think we're done. Yeah. But I, before we, before we, finish this. I know we're kind of up against a number. I do want to go back to your Wistia thing. Maybe you could explain a little bit more of that strategy because I do think that's an important caveat to this to this conversation is for discovery, I'd always go YouTube if the video is long and then native if it's a minute, two minutes. But for that message to your clients, that's really only relevant to them and discovery is not an option then you mentioned Wistia. Maybe you could just explain a little more. I agree with you 100%. I love Wistia and I think it's a fantastic tool and worth the money. That's the question I always get. Is it worth the money? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. It's 25 bucks a month. It's worth the money. But um, explain what your strategy is there because I, I do think this is important. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just a controlled environment. So, um, and I, I don't know that I'm fully... Uh, again, like I, I kind of like the strategy of even if like they're on your site, maybe they're watching a video on Wistia and you just let the YouTube video live on YouTube. I know I've seen Marcus Sheridan do that. Um, Nicholas Harris and I have, have kind of tussled on this topic as well. Um, but, you know, once once you've got them onto your platform, onto your site, or there is something that you're delivering to them specifically, then you can kind of just gain insights on who's taking what actions um, and, and per- personally, the reason that I, I like Wistia is that it's, it connects right into HubSpot and you can see, um, right in somebody's like timeline, like how they've engaged with each video, like what parts they again, watch twice, watch three times, 
Um, so it really helps you understand what parts of what you're saying are important to people and what parts they might skip over. Or they need to rewatch. So, you know, for years I've had, you know, different variations of video courses teaching people how to, you know, understand their health insurance. And, you know, these are, you know, 10, 15, sometimes 20 minute videos. And, you know, I get to go back and watch like which parts are most important to them, who's watching what parts, who needs help with what. And it just, just gives you a whole, you know, skill set of like, of how to approach them when you actually do talk to them, what they're struggling with and, and all that good stuff. Yeah. I, you know, the point you bring up, and I think this is probably the last thing, you know, just to keep this, uh, keep this the time here. Um, going back and looking at the performance of your videos is so important, right? It's so easy to just produce a video, put it out there, look at the view count and try to figure out if it's, you know, and like make a determination in your head based on the view number, if it's a success or failure, but there's so yeah. much the the metrics diving into the metrics in YouTube. The thing I'm like about YouTube is for free, you get pretty darn good metrics. I yeah. also, I, I'm with you. I'm, we at agency nation, we have uh, a Wisty account at when I was doing work for myself, uh, when I was in the consulting gig four years ago or whatever work. And then when I was working for, for the Murray group, I used uh, Wistia. I think it's a phenomenal tool for exactly what you described. Um, and for those reasons, but if you, if you're not going back into your videos and looking at what's actually happening with them, then you're, you're never going to improve. Um, and, and sometimes you see certain things and, you know, uh, you know, I got a piece of feedback from uh, someone who's watching the show the other day and they're like, you know, uh, I, I don't really like the transitions. Can you take them out? I just want the meat. And, and that's, that's really good feedback, right? That's great feedback. And I really appreciate that. The answer is no, I'm not going to do that. And, and not, not to be a jerk. It's just, that's fun for me. Like I have to enjoy what I'm doing. Um, and I feel like I do want to get them under 10 minutes. So 14, I think is too long. Um, I just try to fully bake out every idea that I have. And then it's fun for me to do the, the transitions and some of the, some of the cinematography stuff and the storytelling, you know what I mean? Or otherwise it would be boring and bland. So I, I, you know, no, I'm not taking out the transitions. Do I do, I do think I can pare it down and I've looked at the analytics inside of YouTube and seen that at certain points, certain lengths and types of transitions tend to, you know, I'll get a little bit of drop off here or there, but, um, you don't know these insights. I, I haven't seen, once someone gets into a video, what I've found with the show is people tend to stick. My retention rate has been uh, pretty decent for the show episodes. So it's, I think I just need to shorten them. I don't actually think it's the transitions. I need to be less wordy. And, um, and, and that's the kind of stuff that you get from looking at your, tra- looking at your analytics. Like if I saw a transition and there was a huge spike down, then I would know people, when I, when I, that people don't like the transitions, right? They leave when they see that. And I'm just not seeing that they either like the topic and stick with the whole video or they don't. I just need to be less wordy. And, um, and that's, that's how you get better at what you're doing. I mean, one thing I will say to put a bow on it from my end, uh, you know, I think people freak out when you tell them to check analytics, like check back on a video, like that's not something you have to do on every video, right? Like it's something that you can do you know, like more of a state of a union sort of thing. Once every, once a month, kind of dive in, you know, check in, see what's going on, then kind of maybe course correct. Because 
I think doing it every time, you'll just drive yourself crazy and you kind of got to let yourself feel out different ideas and get better and, and, you know, not be good for a little bit, but it's not something that has to happen like every single day. Cause you'll go crazy. Yes. Set like, you know, specific frequencies in which you're going to dive back in and, and kind of just take a nice sweep over all of your, you know, videos and, and kind of, you know, analyze those, those, those numbers. No, that's a really, really good point. I, overanalyzing analytics is a bad, it's like anything, right? There's, there's a middle ground that is very healthy, which is you need to be looking, especially, you know, like you said, I, I probably check, I probably check each video, on, maybe like on a, on a Friday, right? So my day is Tuesday that I put my videos out and then I usually will go in that Friday and check. I have for like the last three or four been kind of made that my routine since we went to the structure that we have. Um, but I don't like, you know, I, I make it sound like I'm knitting every uh, every video and I, and I really not, I'm just looking for trends and, um, that feedback that I gave you on my decision, I need to be less wordy. It's not the transitions is, is just a general s- trend that I have seen is that, um, and, and you get that just from, I think a nice consistent flow of going back and seeing what's going on, but I'm hundred percent with you. You, do, you don't want to go bananas with it because you know, it, again, most of the videos that anyone who's listening to this creating are getting a thousand or a couple thousand views at max, in some cases, a couple hundred. And, and that's not a problem. But just remember that you're serving a community. It's not like you're, um, you know, a major corporation and have a million views that you can dissect and really pull out of. You have a um, hundred views and a couple people doing one thing way one way or way the other can impact them. So just, just don't go crazy. But I do think looking for trends is, is very important and can help you be better at creating video. Speaking of wordy, we hit 25 minutes. I know. And, and my simple conclusion to this, just I just watched the time tick off was like a minute and five seconds. So I'm not, I have, let's just say uh, I have more work to do on my own wordiness. Maybe someday. Yeah. Well, let's just, let's just say to, um, let's just say to Keith, Keith, your wife is right, right? Your wife is right. Use YouTube. Unless it's just for your for your client's eyes, then we would recommend considering Wistia or maybe an unlisted YouTube video would work as well. But good for you for going after video, brother.